Happy holidays and welcome to this week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury and with me at the table, as always, Adam Tollefson. Ladies and gentlemen, the time limit has expired. This match is a draw. Boo! <laughs> you can't boo that match, but can't uh, boo that match. You don't. You like to not. You, you want to have a finish. I've heard that they're going to be announcing a <laughs> world title <laughs> match tonight on the old Dynamite. I'm sure they will. Um, they do what they say they're going to do. So if you've heard that, I True. guarantee you we're going to see that. It's funny because uh, we finished up this show last week, right? And then we had a little tiny break before we recorded another show. And we flipped on the old dynamite, and we saw that it's leading off the show. And what was the first words out of my mouth, Adam? What if this goes an hour? I said, "You think?" <laughs> I said, "You think this is going to go an hour?" <laughs> yeah. It, like I thought immediately that it may go an hour, kicking off. Plus, AEW, for better or for worse, does a great job of kind of laying out everything that's going to be on the show. We just talked about it last week. Yeah. And there was only four or five matches scheduled right and you know they they usually really lay it out there like if you go on their social medias and stuff you probably look tonight there's probably eight or nine matches scheduled yeah, yeah. so not that they tip their hat i don't think a lot of people were were thinking that and even when you said that i was like <clears throat> nah, I don't you go think. oh it'll go 40 yeah and i didn't expect a draw that didn't even cross my mind oh really yeah i thought that's Did why you know, i thought that's i think it's gonna go 60, an hour yeah, yeah. That's funny. I also, maybe Vince is listening too, because I noticed that uh, the WWE is doing a little more, like they had the whole rundown for like Raw. Really? Yeah, it was on their socials, but still, it was like... The "Hmm." day of or like No, like today. Oh, wow. For next week's Raw. Well, that's great. Yeah, there you go. Did you know this? Well, you might know. This last week's Raw was in Milwaukee, and I had no idea. That's how far off the radar... I didn't until, Raw is. until uh, we were flipping. We start seeing friends. <laughs> I we're, start seeing friends on Facebook, <laughs> like in the arena. I'm like, shit. I was flipping through um, and heard him say, you know, live in Milwaukee or whatever. And I was like, we got Giannis. Let's see if. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> when we are at the old Dynamite, but they didn't bring out anybody. No. Not that I saw, but I didn't watch the whole thing. Why would you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as we sit down at the table to record, it is December 22nd, 2021. And on this day in pro wrestling history, 1954, Ricky Dozan becomes the first and only Japanese heavyweight champion in Tokyo, Japan, defeating Masahiko Kimura. The title would be abandoned on August 27th, 1958, when Ricky Dozan defeats Luthez for the NWA International Heavyweight title in Los Angeles, California. But think about it. That's still a three and a half year run. Yeah, that's a long time. Uh, 1991, Ricky Rice. <laughs> Sometimes I just love these names. Ricky Rice defeats the Lightning Kid. Oh. For the Pro Wrestling America Light Heavyweight title in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Ending the Lightning Kid's second run. Uh, we know that, you know, two years later, 
He's going to show up on Raw, pull the big upset on old Razor Ramon. To become the one, two, three kid. Was he oh, lightning kid damn. then that first night? So they said, even on that broadcast, they're like, well, they've been playing fast and loose with this guy's name lately. What is it? The uh, cannonball kid, the okay. lightning kid. It said L kid on his trunks. Okay. Um, but I don't know if they actually, I don't know what he was actually billed at for that match. Sure. 1997. Gato and Jado defeat Ryuji, Yamakawa, and Yoshihiro Tajiri to win the Big Japan Pro Wrestling Tag Team titles in Aizaki, Japan. 1997, WCW presented NWO Monday Nitro from Macon, Georgia. Though the three-hour episode, the final show before Starcade that Sunday, began as WCW Monday Nitro. Near the end of the first hour, the set was transformed to NWO Monday Nitro. I remember that. It was actually a test balloon in progress. The remaining two hours was an experiment to see if the NWO could sustain its own show because WCW was going to be getting thunder on Thursdays. Bischoff thought he could play like a dual brand thing. Right. It didn't work. Is that before or after sold out, you think? I believe it's before. Yeah, so maybe but, even that was even part of a test thing. That that pay per view is weird. Oh, there's a couple <laughs> like I think like X Pac or Six Pac and uh, Guerrero in a ladder match was really really good. Oh, Cannonball Kid. Yeah, Cannonball Kid. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and yeah, there's a couple decent things on there, but any time that a that a show is just blatantly going to be like, ah, oh, we're just going to fuck this guy, right. especially when you're paying for it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you could pull that shit on a Monday Nitro. I, I, I get it. It would even get stale then. Right. But you're plunking down 50 bones to watch Sold Out, and it's like every match is bullshit. Was every match in the empty arena, too? No. No. Okay. No, they had fans. Only, the, like, there was one match, though, I think. That I'm there not was sure a, about the like... empty arena. I've definitely watched that pay-per-view probably more than once. But Okay, maybe I'm thinking of something else. Uh, But yeah, NWO could not sustain its own show No, No, I couldn't even sustain its own faction (laughs) (laughs) Although maybe that's Maybe that's why they were growing the roster so much Like we don't know that Maybe behind the scenes Bischoff's like We're going to have our own show We need 20 guys Right, we're going to need subsets of these too (laughs) That didn't dawn on me until this moment Right, no kidding Hmm. 2000 in Nashville, Tennessee Mike Rapata defeats Sabu to win the NWA World Heavyweight title for the second time. I looked Mike up Mike Rapata. Nothing rang a bell, but R- R- Rapata. Sabu was your NWA World Heavyweight Champion for a little while in 2000. I like that. Same day, a Christmas edition of Raw was taped in Chattanooga, Tennessee, featuring Raven winning the hardcore title. Uh, Steve Blackman pinned Hardcore Holly on the hood of a car in a three-way match with Raven to retain the title, but Raven then hit him with a two-by-four and pinned him for the belt, taking advantage of the 24-7 rule. And this was the first of an eventual 27 Hardcore title wins for Raven. 27? 27. Nice. Our truth doubled that, I bet. True. You mean Santa truth. Is that what's going on? Well, this week, I'm sure. They were in some indoor, like... Was there a miracle of 34th Street Street fight? There wasn't. <laughs> Maybe that'll be next week. But Season's beating. Yes. <laughs> they were in Milwaukee somewhere, like an indoor, uh, like, light tree 
festival thing. Okay. You know what I mean? So there's um whatever that whole crew walking through there, and then <laughs> you, you got Tazawa dressed up as right Tazawa. Yeah, yeah, dressed up as uh, an elf, and then yeah, eventually it's uh, Santa Truth and. Is he the champ? Or is Dana Brooke still the champ? That's who was the champ the last time I saw it. Dana Brooke is still champ. Good on Dana Brooke. That's right. 2007. Scott Hall made his first in-ring appearance since no-showing a TNA Turning Point pay-per-view a month before. Mm. Worked the main event for Insane Clown Posse's Juggalo Championship Wrestling whoop, in whoop. Pontiac, Michigan. Hall was said to be in good spirits backstage at the show and was readily admitting that he really screwed up and was hoping to make good. Yeah, when you want to go prove yourself, <laughs> that you're, you're on the up and up. You go to JCW. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, you and I, you and I took in a JCW show once. Fucking a, we did. It was great. <laughs> it was so much fun. It's like Eddie Guerrero went to you know ROH after he got fired to kind of prove himself, and yeah, Scott Hall goes to Detroit. <laughs> there you go. Two thousand eight, NBC canceled American Gladiators, which was hosted by Hulk Hogan. And Layla Ali. That's right. Now, there's a story that Hulk Hogan was like gun in the mouth almost literally after this. And and a text message to Layla Ali is what got him talked down. Wow. Yeah. So American Gladiators saved Hulk Hogan's life. Brother. (laughs) HH. 2008, same day, at a SmackDown taping in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Maurice defeated Michelle McCool. To win the WWE Divas Championship, she would hold that belt for 216 days. Um, that That's a really long title run. Eventually, it's beaten by AJ Lee. Oh, yeah. Eventually, AJ Lee's is beaten by Nikki Bella. Mm. And that was just a shot at the punkster, if you ask me. Oh, for sure, right? <laughs> 2013, Jeff Jarrett announced on Twitter that he had resigned from TNA. Same day, 2013, Pro Wrestling Gorilla presented All-Star Weekend 10, Night 2. And I just like looking at these. I like looking at these, you know, the Dragon Gate cards, the Chikara cards, and just seeing the names, just how much talent is rolling around these places. And this is, you know, this is like a... Two years after we kind of get back into wrestling, uh, we're like a year before the network comes out. So, but listen to this card stacked. Tommaso Ciampa defeats Tony Nice. Yep. Uh, the best friends defeated the unbreakable effing machines, which is Elgin and Brian Cage. That's right. Chris Hero tapped out ACH. Uh, the Dojo Bros, Eddie Edwards and Roderick Strong, oh, defeated no AR Fox and Rich Swan. Damn. <laughs> Ricochet pinned Davey Richards. Drake Younger and Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae defeated the Young Bucks and Kevin Steen. Wow. And the PWG world champion Adam Cole, baby, pinned Jar- Johnny Gargano with a, with a cross-arm German suplex to retain the title. That's a pretty a much lot of talent. Everybody on that card, except for a few, you could still go to an Indian Sea today. Just because they'll let they'll let them do that, like I, I ACH and like yeah, you know they're not. Yeah, you're gonna see Cole and, and what the hell happened to Chris Hero? Yeah, after I feel like NXT, he's, MM, he's I feel just like gone he's MIA, dark. Right? Yeah, 
Joey what Ryan. What happened to Joey Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> you scooped my ass up. Oh. on my next one. <laughs> Canceled. Oh, funny. Get out of here. <laughs> Elegant, too, I guess, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, birthdays. I only have one. You only get one crack, one bite at the apple. What's it going to be? Luke Gallows. Sex Ferguson. The good brother. The good brother. Mm, biz quiz zone. <laughs> oh, shiz. <laughs> 42. <laughs> 38. Really? Yeah, we're older than Luke Gallows. That doesn't that seem That blows pop. my mind. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought, too. I'm like, he has to be a couple years older than us. I gotta but, start lifting weights. Uh, uh, and tanning. That motherfucker is the tannest. <laughs> Just his arms, the tannest things I've ever seen in my life. It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. Get yourself a good brother tan. <laughs> I need it. All right, we are in Lowell Memorial Auditorium in Lowell, Massachusetts for the December 22nd, 1997 edition of Monday Night Raw. Show's going to open up with a video package showing the demise of the Legion of Doom after last week's vicious attack from the New Age Outlaws and D-Generation X. Uh, In the voiceover, Michael Cole insinuates that the two groups are kind of at odds with one another over, you know, who should get credit for taking out the Legion of Doom. Right. Then we get to the arena, and I thought Sting was going to show up, man. There was snow falling down. It's all over the audience. It's the holiday edition of Monday Night Raw. Uh, DX music hits. Triple H, HBK, and China are heading to the ring. Both the boys are wearing bathrobes, and the announce team says that they do have newly acquired DX sensors, that they are ready to push the button should anything go off, go sideways go here? <laughs> Which, how is it not going to? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hunter says that regarding the New Age Outlaws, they can't take credit for the ending of the Legion of Doom. They simply pick the bones off of DX's kill. And then he takes a few shots at Owen Hart. Remember, they're going to wrestle. I thought they were wrestling at the Rumble, but later on, I think that they are going to set up a match for next, for week. next week on yeah. Raw. So. Uh, then he turns things over to HBK. He says that he's going to beat the Undertaker at Royal Rumble, just like he did inside Hell in a Cell. They proceed to give the audience a gift by disrobing, and they have wrapping paper boxers on. Uh, those soon come off as well, and we get a look at those DX sensors for the first time. And they are kind of like moving around on them. I couldn't see if they were actually, they had to be wearing like thongs or something, right? There's no. Yeah, I think I think it was a thong situation. There's so many kids in the audience. You can't just drop trout. <laughs> right. And, and yeah, and moon the crowd. They, they did, but yeah, still covered up a little. That prompts Commissioner Slaughter to head to the ring. He says that he is in the giving mood and he has a present for them both. Says that Sean has not defended that European championship in over 60 days. And that he's going to have to defend it tonight on Raw against a person of his choosing. Or it's going to be stripped. And Sean says that he'll defend against anyone, anywhere, anytime. Slaughter says it's going to be Triple H. We all remember this. Sarge is looking to cause a little bit of a rift. And it looks like it's working. Triple H and HBK both start saying that they're better than the other guy. And uh, that's going to be your main event later, I guess. Match number one on the card is Thrasher versus Henry Godwin. 
Both guys have their partners on the outside. Um, this match is over in so 20 fast. seconds. <laughs> it was so like fast. 20 seconds. Uh, Phineas interferes after Thrasher hit a top rope crossbody. That causes the disqualification finish. The Godwins pull out leather straps from the slot bucket, and they just start wailing away on the headbangers. And then Cole says, well, they are masters of the comp- the country whipping match, after all. I was like, oh, really? Oh, they are? I missed that. First I've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after that, we see a video package detailing Dude Loves run-ins with the uh, New Age Outlaws as of late, including that crazy bump off the stage last week. Uh, then we see Mankind in the bowels of the arena. He's once again coming to the aid of his alter ego. He plans on getting his revenge. I like Mick Foley here where he's like, I know what you're thinking. Mankind's got to come to dude's aid again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's owning it. I just love it. I love that he talks about dude love as if if he's a separate person. It's pretty neat. After that, we see, uh, we get some footage from a segment that occurred last week after the show went off the air. Santa Claus is in the ring expecting Sable to come sit on his lap. She no-shows, but uh, a kid gets ushered into the ring, calls uh, him out for not being the real Santa. Santa tells that boy to go sit back down, and Stone Cold Steve Austin's music hits. Says you shouldn't have kicked the kid out of the ring. Santa kind of gets smart with Steve. Tells him, (laughs) Steve tells Santa to shut up. (laughs) And it ends with a stunner. We knew that. Santa, uh, I believe, was the Brooklyn Brawler. That's what I got. What about the kid? Did you notice the kid? I did not. That is for sure 100% Jimmy or Jay Uso. I don't know which one. Really? That is a young Uso. Nice. Um, I had to call my wife down here. I paused and I'm like, <laughs> that, is that an Uso? And she's like, 100% nice. that's an Uso. Good catch. After that, we get a shot of the DX locker room where we can hear some arguing going on inside. And that's going to bring us to match number two, which is The Rock versus The Undertaker. I don't think this was an Intercontinental title match. Uh, they didn't say it, although it wouldn't matter anyways because Rocky doesn't even have the belt. It got thrown in a goddamn river last yeah. week. It's underwater. And then I'm watching this, and I keep wondering, like, what's going to happen first? Nation of Domination interferes or Kane comes out? Because they're all surrounding the ring. Yeah. Every time we've seen The Undertaker since Hell in a Cell, Kane's come out. True. Uh, and it's kind of a tie. Paul Bearer comes out. And he's a distraction that allows Nation of Domination to get a ton of shots in on. Mm-hmm. Like, Kama I can't tell you how many blow. times Kama was just <laughs> fucking up The Undertaker. Uh, <laughs> and then those two things kind of give Rocky a tremendous advantage, and he's dealing damage for most of the match. And as soon as things turn in Undertaker's favor, lights go out, Kane's music hits, and the big red machine is on his way to the ring. Paul just berates the dead man, calling him a shell of his former self, says that he's embarrassed that he ever had anything to do with him. A shame that even stood by him. Yeah. Paul takes a a shot at the parents. Again. And it's kind of too much for Undertaker to stand. He goes to hit Paul, but Kane blocks it. Taker still won't get physical with Kane. So Kane just beats the shit out of him in the corner. Yep. Taker just takes it. He will not fight back. Um... Paul leaves us with a uh, season's beatings, dead man. <laughs> That's where I got it from. <laughs> they got to get one of those in there. <laughs> I did appreciate in the little lower graphic with the WWE scratch logo. They had the wreath around yeah. it several times. I think 
the beginning of the show and the war zone when they started, they had all that fake snow. Co- it just looked nice. And this was a small arena. Right. Like when they come out, they don't even have the raw letters. I guess maybe they haven't had those for a little while. Um, but when they come out, they do have like a little Christmas set. Uh, oh, yeah. They don't have the raw letters. No, no, we've, no, had, no. we've been on Tron for a while. Yeah, yeah. But there's no stage. It's like they come out and it's 10 steps and they're in the, they're at the ring. Like, yeah. It's close. You're right. Yeah, it's on a long walkway. Match number three, Shawn Michaels versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley for the European Championship. I was like, oh, we're going to kick off the war zone with the, uh, with the championship match. We're pulling an AEW Dynamite here. <laughs> Not so fast. Owen Hart attacked Triple H as he made his way to the ring. And then after a pull apart, I guess everybody needed to regroup. So that's going to happen we're later on the show. That later, yep. Back to Mankind, who has promised the fight before Christmas. We're getting all punny tonight. Oh, he has a million. <laughs> That's going to happen tonight on Raw. The New Age Outlaws are in, like, village people cosplay, searching the boiler room. They got the hard hats on, the flashlights. They think they find them, but they just beat up some schlub. It looks like it's just a random guy. <laughs> what is he doing? Maybe a homeless What's guy. What's he doing down yeah, there? Why? <laughs> They're like, let's get out of here. <laughs> Baker Mayfield lives at the stadium. This guy just lives in the Lowell Mass Auditorium. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. After that, Mark Marrow's in the ring, but all the crowd cares about is Sable. The chants are insane for Sable. This was a nice uh, learning moment. Um, I was watching it, and... How not to be a fucking prick. <laughs> My wife says, Sable? I thought she was married to Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's a history lesson, honey. <laughs> what did she think of the saga of Mark Merrow and Brock Lesnar? She was kind of, well, it, it, it more went to, I'm like, Brock's not even a thing right now. I'm like, this is 1997. But funny enough. Uh, Brock's probably in high school, which is yeah. fucking weird when yeah, you think about I, that's it. That's what I said. I go, he's probably 15 or 16 at this point. You know, I was just trying to do quick. Quick ballpark math, and she's. I'm like, he's out of college, and like, here's 0, what happens. Oh, one, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe. So, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, if you only knew what was coming, Marrow. And Sable looks, I mean, she's fine, but she looks, she doesn't look like a young lady here. She doesn't. I, I was thinking that as well. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm, she looks like she's pushing 40. That's what I thought, too. You know, I don't know, and I don't know if she is. Brock, don't beat me up, Brock. Yeah, I'm not saying Brock, anything. just so you know, I'll never admit to saying this if I ever see you in real life. <laughs> no, Matt, I get it. I listen to the show. Let's go hunting. Yeah. Let's go fishing. You live in Wisconsin, right? Damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Mark Marrow does call Sable out. She's in full reindeer costume. He says something clever like, Sable, Sable, my, if you're able, come out of your reindeer stable or something like that. She comes out in full mascot gear. Then says, uh, you have a nice set of antlers. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Then he kicks her out of the ring. <laughs> he orders her to disrobe him. And this week she oh, yeah, does. Right. I thought that's for right. sure she was going to come off that thing right then and there, but she doesn't. Yeah, you're right. She does disrobe him. So now it's really match three, which is Mark Merrill versus Scott Taylor. Match plays second fiddle to, uh, as the crowd just kind of chants, take it off, take it off. There's little boys I can see takes that he's saying it. It's just weird. Just a different time. Mark Merrill wins it with that TKO, and then he hits Taylor with a low, bro- uh, low blow, low blow, and sets low him up blow. for another TKO. But Tom Brandy makes the save, the former Sal Sincere. Sable then sheds that deer suit. 
She looks like a sexy Mrs. Claus. Yep. She's got the Miss Claus outfit on. Match number four, eight ball versus Kurgan main event anywhere in the world. They do give Don Callis a live mic and he kind of cuts promos during the whole match, which isn't long, but he gets, and I think he is really ad libbing here because they don't seem as put together as he normally would have them. Yeah, I think so too, but they're still decent. Oh, they're great. Oh, he also like puts one of those jewels on the forehead of a gal in the, in the aisle way. Like he's supposed to be this like culty looking dude. Yeah. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. Until he, he did that with the jewel thing. I was like, Oh, that's right. He had that little weird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, truth commission. Yep. Kurgan wins it easily with the sidewalk slam. The rest of the truth commission hit the ring to wail on eight ball, but skull makes a save with a two by four match. Number five, D Brown versus Ken Shamrock. This is another pretty much a squasher, man. Ken wins it very convincingly with a belly-to-belly suplex, followed up by the ankle lock. The Rock comes out and challenges Ken Shamrock to a match at the Royal Rumble for the IC Championship, which is a bit strange because they said that Ken Shamrock was the first man to throw his hat in the ring for the Rumble. For the Rumble. So yeah. I don't know if he's going to pull double duty. Maybe he will. That happened a lot, though, too. Oh, you fuck know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was some of the best shit. Yeah. Do you remember, like, uh, well, fucking awesome Royal Royal Rumble '94. Mm-hmm. Uh, Owen and Owen and Brett go for the tag titles. That's right, and that's when Owen kicks his leg out of his leg. Brett, <laughs> yeah. um, we don't know. Like at a certain point, like entrant number twenty two, and nobody comes out, and they're like, "Ah, that was probably supposed to be Bret Hart." Right? You know what I mean? And then a little bit later on, he actually does limp out yep. and like at a different number. Very I don't true. know if they ever said who the other one was, but I don't know the storytelling. You can pull some good stuff if you, you know, if you if you think about it and you do it in matches earlier. You could still sell that during the rumble or whatever. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there's different different ways you can go about that and then use it to your advantage. Farouk looks pissed off here, by the way. Yeah, the, the because Rock's he doesn't kinda, like the Rock kind of taking over his on stable. His toes. That's right. And he's even like, he's not out there. The rest of the nation of domination is out there supporting D'Lo. Mm-hmm. The Rock comes out and cuts his promo from the stage, and he's like, comma. D'Lo, Farouk, let's go. And yeah. Farouk's like, what the? Yeah. Damn. Who are you telling me? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So let's. Oh, also in the Rock's promo, it's where he first does the it doesn't matter bit, but it's a little, it needs a little workshopping. Oh, really? Yeah. But he's like, people want to know what the Rock thinks about, you know, whatever, whatever. I'll tell you what, it doesn't matter what you, what the Rock thinks about that. But, and I was like, oh, he's. He's workshopping this yeah. right now, and it eventually becomes something awesome. Rough, rough draft. I it's like a rough it. draft. Back um, from the break, the New Age Outlaws are again searching for mankind. This time they find him, or he might find them. I don't yeah, know. They think, just kind of brawl for a bit. Them. Mankind gets locked in a uh, walk-in freezer, and we don't see him again for the rest of the show, so I don't know. <laughs> Didn't Paul Bear die like that too one time? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I think he was in a wheelchair and Kane just rolled him in. <laughs> well, he's there right now go if back you to, want him. Ugh, go back to that freezer bit. <laughs> yeah. Next, we get Luna and Goldust out to the ring. He's the artist up, formerly oh, that's known as Goldust. My apologies, Adam. <laughs> he's dressed like a Christmas tree. Uh, Santa comes out as the artist is reading... Twas the night before Christmas in a very over the top, um, lispy voice. Yeah, at one point Jim Ross is like, "Sounds like Nathan Lane." <laughs> yeah, my wife's like, "Who's this now?" 
he hits Goldust with his giant red sack, and it's revealed to be Vader. Santa Vader. Vader. <laughs> I love it. I love Santa Vader, too. <laughs> I'm gonna the make Mastodon. A, I'm going to make a Santa Vader song to, to the tune of Santa Baby. There you go. Santa Vader, <laughs> yeah. hit me with your giant big sack, Goldie. <laughs> Writes itself. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> oh, it's main event time. I thought you were going to say you're going to make a, a Santa Vader custom action figure. and I was going to be all about it. <laughs> One step at a time, Matt. Let me get the money from the song. Okay. Won't well, Chella Toys do it right. or something. Sounds good. <laughs> we'll farm that out. Yeah. <laughs> Main event is Shawn Michaels versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley for the European Championship. Um, I did like that before this match happened. They kept like showing backstage footage and like China's trying to like talk them down. And the both time, like, I know I'm wearing my lucky shirt. <laughs> yes. They're, they're all the same kind of. Yes. Well, I know he's not better than me or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there was always, I know I'm wearing my favorite shirt. It was great. <laughs> I really liked that. That was fun. I just thought that needed to be said. For sure. Uh, well, we all know what happens in this match. Uh, two years before Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash, quote, killed the business with the finger poke of doom. These two basically did the same thing to stick it up Sergeant Slaughter's ass. Yep. Uh, Merry Christmas, Sarge. Slaughter acknowledges that they got him, uh, but he says that next week Triple H is going to defend the title against Owen Hart. I do want to draw a, a. I do want to differentiate this from the Hogan finger poke Nash game. thing because. This is two guys that are clearly just like sophomoric fucking around, you know, this, this, that. And they're also in the Lowell, Massachusetts auditorium. That finger poke of doom thing was for the WCW world heavyweight title in Atlanta, in the Georgia dome in front of 70,000 people that paid to see a fucking much anticipated world heavyweight title match. Yeah. Not going to go over as well. No, it's, (laughs) it's like. Apples and oranges, as they say, but I always forgot that. Um, or I'd see like the gif of Triple H doing that run. Oh, yeah, <laughs> when he's just running yeah. the ropes like right, like nine times. Yeah. yeah, and I, I, I was, I always wondered, I'm like, what the, what is that? Because it looks so comical. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, ah, there it there is. There it was. So put the puzzle together. Uh, sign of the times. We've talked about it several times that this was a very small area, and I didn't see many signs at all. I got nothing, sir. I only found one. That, <laughs> this was weird, and I don't even know what it. Re- I don't know. Um, I the only reason I saw it is because I heard Michael Cole or Kevin Kelly go, "What did that sign say?" I, I'm like. <laughs> They go back. It was like it was like it was a DX sign, and mm-hmm. then it said, "Sean, let's put the X in sex." <laughs> I okay, I, I don't All know right. what. Well, what does that even mean? Uh, I think that's just a young fan trying to like, yeah, be, yeah. They didn't know either. I don't you know what I mean. I'm fucking struggling, but I, I was like, when you hear the announcer be like, what did that sign say? I'm like, I got to go back because I got nothing. One answer is better than no answer, Matt. Mm. Next up, it's time to go into the darkness. It's a news segment. It's the part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. All right. We got some news. Um, 
You know what? I have not been on social media at all today. Really? How does that feel? Feels great. Except for when I sit down for this segment and I do remember seeing something last night about um, Jeremy Padauer saying that they're going to have some reveals today for AEW. Yeah, there's... Did you see some of that? Yeah, I think I saw it all. Oh, perfect. Well, you can chime in on that. All right. Um, What I got, Zombie Sailor Toys announced its biggest signing yet to the Heels and Faces line, Andre the Giant. This is going to be awesome. Uh, They said it's going to be a late 70s, early 80s version with a single strap navy blue singlet. Um, Josh said that it was going to be scaled properly to be taller and wider than the rest of the figures in the line. So that's going to be cool. That's fun because that's kind of one of the things that I, you know, I gripe about the Hasbro one. It's a little bit bigger, but it's not, it's, it's not Andre. Although I do love that figure. Yeah. Um, giant Gonzalez. I feel like he was bigger. He was bigger. That sucky. mold, sucky. yeah, that mold sucks. I hate that mold. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. That's gonna be that's gonna be fun to see. Cello Toys they announced the second figure in the revived Bone Cruncher line, which I'm excited for this line. Um, Adam Bomb is gonna join the Blue Meanie in Series One. Theoretically, I, I think that anybody that they announce for these retro figures from mm-hmm. Cello are probably fair game for their Bone Cruncher line, too. So yeah, I, I expect think. to see a lot of overlap. Um, it did say that he's going to have removable goggles. Oh, cool. And I've never owned a, a Bone Cruncher in my life, which which is strange because I should at least have, like, the Razor Ramon one. But yeah. that Series 1 Razor Ramon goes for, like, 40 or 50 bucks. Yeah. And then they did release it with a, a two-pack with Diesel, but that's even... Now you're talking, like, 80, 80 90 bucks. Yeah, yeah it's like... Uh, I mean, I'll check that box sooner or later, but I'm also going to want to, you know what I should do? I should just go buy a Lucy off eBay just so I can check it out. Yeah. That's what I should do. Uh, Ringside Collectibles. They have the WrestleMania 38 Elites in stock. Those are ready to ship right now. So you got Bret Hart. He's wearing the jorts and the Hitman jersey, which I think is just a repack of a very early Elite release. Like one of the, probably sometime in series like one through 20. They did this exact same Hitman. Except for like the jorts are gray and the other ones are blue. Is that what it is? Yeah, I've seen somebody somebody posted them side by side or something like that. Like, which one should I display? And then... If it's that close. Somebody said, well, he fought McMahon in this one, so go with that one. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, it is, from that, it is from that match against McMahon when he first came back. Stone Cold Steve Austin from WrestleMania 19, which is his last match. Um, it's got the vest with the one more ma- the OWM or whatever, one more match it says on oh, it or okay. something like that, which that's cool. I always like that where he's like, nobody knew what that meant but me or something like oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. It's kind of I've neat. never heard that before. Uh, AJ Styles from the Boneyard match with The Undertaker and HBK from WrestleMania 26 against The Undertaker 2, the second time that they fought. Um, you can buy all of them. To build yourself a Vince McMahon WrestleMania 3 figure, which is pretty ah, cool. Yeah, that is fun. Definitely some incentive because I I don't need another. It's so funny. Like, I have, I try to only have, like, one of every guy unless it's, like, a drastic change. Sure. You know what I mean? Uh, but I find myself, like, I have probably three or four Bret Hart's, and it's, like, that Survivor Series 96 Bret Hart came out recently, and I was like, uh, <laughs> kind of want it. And now, like, I kind of, I feel like Jorts hockey jersey Bret Hart's 
enough of a representation. Yeah. But it's like, I really want this. I want this Vince McMahon. I don't like George. This tuxedo Vince McMahon. I know, but it's still a nice representation. It is. It is. It's a it's a snapshot of that period of his career. You know what I mean? Yes. I have seen people where they, the build a figure Vince McMahon is like way shorter than it should be. Are all the Build-A-Figures kind of that way? I don't know, because I've never collected them all and built one. <laughs> and the only other one I remember is like... They're almost always suited figures, too. Really? Yeah, like Paul Ellering, suit. Okay, shorter Commissioner guy. Commissioner Shawn Michaels, suit. Oh, I didn't know about that um, one. Isn't it J.J. Dillon. Isn't they it Rocco one? I don't know. <laughs> like the LOD. Oh, yeah, they had Rocco. <laughs> That's it. The hand pu- they had puppet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was That's, with that. I thought short, short, I guess. Uh, let's see. Oh, WWE Superstar Series 1. This is the line that's taken over the Masters of the WWE oh, Universe. Yep. Um, we thought that Ric Flair and Bray Wyatt got dropped from the line. People are finding that red-robed Ric Flair in stores. So, really? So mm-hmm. apparently he's not. Uh, he's still, still going to be coming out with those other two. And this is where you're going to shine because in my notes, Adam, it says, AEW's Tony Khan has announced... Or said that they're going to announce more figures tomorrow. <laughs> and then this is where I was going to fill it in. Yes. Um, so what I saw was it's pretty much the Dark Order. Um, okay. And those have been announced, but I don't think we've ever seen okay. images. So it's um, Brody and Brody as a chase. Uh, Uno. Uno. Grayson. Grayson. Anna J. Anna J has a chase too. John Silver. John Silver. And then a... AEW pop-up entrance stage. Oh, yeah. That's been announced. Okay. I think it's an Amazon thing. Yep. So this says has multi uh, different, like, multi-screens you can put up, like, seven different screens. Here, I'll show you a little picture, too. Oh, that's cool. So it's got, like, the tunnel, the two tunnels, and you can kind of... Oh, I dig yeah, that. That might that, not be what I was thinking of. They, I've heard of the pop-up stage, so maybe it was announced, but this is the first time we're seeing any, any sort of imagery. And that looks like box art, so it's got to be pretty far along. Yeah, uh, that's this is from Padauer's uh, Twitter from six hours ago. I bought my kids the uh, sorry six interchangeable event screens, and it's not expensive. Oh, it's easy. That means <laughs> it's not. That's what he said. Yeah. So that means you're going to get all four pay per views, and you're going to get Rampage and Dynamite. Those are going to be your screens. Yep, that's cool. cool. That is cool. Uh, I got my kids the NXT. Double ring, double cage, war games. You did that for Christmas. Ooh, I might be over here on Christmas Dude, Day. I, I, know, just, I don't know if it's excited. <laughs> yeah. Me and you are playing with yeah. it. They're, they're on the Twitch yeah. or the, the Switch. Yeah, they don't give a They're fuck. on the Switch on Twitch yeah. while we were playing with wrestling figures. <laughs> well, it just popped up. You know, somebody posted like, hey, this is on Amazon's deal of the day today or whatever. You know, it runs on ringside for like 90 bucks. It was on Amazon for like $41. Really? I'm like... Two rings, a Keith Lee figure, and a double cage, plus like tables and ladders and shit. And I'm oh, like, yeah. Whew, this is a no brainer right here, son. <laughs> that's awesome. Can't say Santa brought that. They'll know that's a ruse. That's from dad. That's um, right. K bro. Another thing Tony Khan announced uh, men's and women's tournaments for the Owen Hart Cup. Oh, okay. I heard, um, yeah, I just heard rumblings about it. I haven't heard any, any, uh, details they they said they announced it friday and they said that on i think 
or maybe they announced it. When, I don't know. They said that they were going to have deets on the next show, but I didn't hear anything. So I don't okay. know. If, if maybe, maybe tonight they'll slip the cracks or what. It's supposed to be a big surprise tonight, Tony Khan said. Maybe that's it. Maybe they have the brackets. Or, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'm interested in that. Me too. Pro Wrestling Tees announced that they are getting their fucking information hacked, but that's not what they're announcing. <laughs> I going to say, their shit together? Yeah. What? <laughs> no, they're getting into the pizza delivery business. Did you see this? No. Yeah, dude. Uh, the pizza delivery business, it's called like Powerbomb Pizza or something like this. Uh, hold on, I got some deets on the phone. Oh, is that what Sankey sent us? Yes. Okay, I just thought that was Says, like a... In the next couple months, we'll be officially launching the first ever wrestling-themed delivery-only pizza restaurant where pro wrestlers will actually earn money on their own themed pizzas. That's right. Um, they're going to team up to start out with 12 legends, including Mick Foley, Bret Hart, Rowdy Roddy Piper, I'm assuming his estate, and more to launch in Los Angeles early 2022 and bring it to every major city by 2023. Be on the lookout for the Godfather's Pimpin' Pepperoni or Vader's Mastodon Meat Lover Pizza coming to a city near you. Okay, you, you play the um the the pizza place when I call. Okay. Bring uh Powerbomb Pizza. Yeah, can I get a pizza? Let me get the Papa Shango sure. gimmick one. Oh, the uh the God, we don't have a Papa Shango one. Sorry, um, the Godfather. Oh, you need the Godfather uh Pimpin' Pepperoni? What size? Uh, we'll go large. Okay. Um, here's my address. How many Mastodon meat lovers can I put you down for? Oh, we'll do one. Okay. Uh, cash only. Oh, okay. I'm only going to pay cash. <laughs> oh, why is that? I'm not giving you my credit card. Oh, why is that? <laughs> <laughs> and see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, improvisational comedy on that's the show right. today. I like that. Oh, that's a bit all I got for news. Um, new arrivals. You got anything? I got a... Luna Vashon, Microballer. Luna Vashon, Microballer. Luna Microballer. Um, you did too. We didn't get a chase, but what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? It's actually a really cool Microballer anyways. I like um, it a lot. I think it's very good. They did a great job on that. I, I wore this shirt the other day, and Ashley's like, oh, I, I, haven't, I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Long story. Uh, I got a couple Microballers. Okay, so, uh, well, before I get into that, I have... An Asuka pop showed up that was so weird. I ordered this off Amazon the exact same time I ordered like Jerry Lawler. I ordered oh, the whole wow. wave. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for some reason, I got all of those other ones like months ago. And Asuka shows up just the other day. And I was like, and it's cool. I, I dig it a lot. It is good. I like that. They did one for her um, a couple years back that actually had three different variants. They had like. A regular one, they had a Target exclusive, and then they had, like, a convention exclusive. And all three had different, like, face paint, which was kind of neat. Where is she? Well, I don't know I don't I'm asking you. Know. <laughs> Has anybody checked yeah. on Asuka? I don't know where she is. Uh, I mean, I know we're not ready for her, but we just want to know where she is. Well, nobody is ready for her. <laughs> um, okay, so we watched Final Battle the other the other night. We watched it live. And what? Oh, did you get your... Uh... Octopus? No, oh. no, no, <laughs> Jonathan Funny you Grisham. Say that though, uh, because I go, I went on Ring of Honor's site, and I'm like, oh man, if they're like thinking about closing things down, they gotta have some sales going on, right? And I was clicking on stuff, and I did get a couple micro brawlers. I did get, I got Roosh, which I did not have. I don't oh, know. nice! And that was only like ten bucks. 
Oh, I like that. And then That's I rude. did get Jonathan Gresham for 15 but this is not the octopus one that I ordered from his big Oh, because that one comes with the mask, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that looks good. So I ordered both of those from, uh, from ROH.com, and... What else did I get? Oh, I got like a super card of honor t-shirt only because it was marked down to like $4. And I was like, they're not going to have my size. Like this is going to be a small situation, right? Where yeah. They, no, yeah. they had it. So I was like, nice. oh, I'll take a, a $4 t-shirt. Fuck yeah. And then I was thinking back and I meant to do a post about this um, in like the day or so leading up to ring of honor final battle. Just like kind of like uh, an appreciation post, like, let me know what was your favorite like Ring of Honor moment. Oh, that's yeah, that would have been cool. And I thought I was thinking about it, and that show that we went to, I, there's a special place for Ring of Honor for me because we would go to Turner Hall mm-hmm. in Milwaukee. It's a small venue. Yes, we would get front fucking row, and yes. there's nothing like beating on those metal barriers. Yes, when the when the shit's going down and the <laughs> and the action's right in front of your face, and it's just so fun. And we went to a show that was called like Ring of Honor Unauthorized or something like that. That's right. And, and I have a piece of the bull. I have a piece of the table that Bully Ray put like a war machine through or something like that. Yes. I don't remember. Signed. Yeah, I got it signed by him that night, and I got a picture of us holding it and stuff like that. And so I went on their site, and I was like, "Do they have this DVD? Because it never aired." They had it. They really? had the show on DVD. Yeah, April twenty eighth, twenty seventeen. Dude, four dollars. Oh, great for All a right. fucking for a Ring of Honor show that we were at. And this is another one of those where it's like they'll they'll never air it because it was like one of these one off things. Yes, Bully Ray and the Briscoes versus Dalton Castle and War Machine. Yeah, and War Machine dressed up as the boys. That's right. Uh, later on in the night, you had Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels dressed up as Legion of Doom. Yes, um, it was just one of those really really fun special nights. Yeah, I that felt. was a great show, and we got to see a lot of people on this card. I mean, Cole's on there, Hangman's on there. Um, Are you sure this wasn't a pay per view? No, a pay-per-view. it wasn't. You're right. They didn't even put that no. on ROH TV. That's crazy. Which was why I was very surprised that they would have the DVD. Yeah, I am too. But I'm. That's like one of those DVDs that I am gonna watch. I think you and me should get some beers, dude. Because totally. we're front row. I would totally. I watch have this. like a conversation with Mark Briscoe during, yes. during his match. And Silas, or is that a <laughs> yeah, different one? Silas yeah. is uh, Beer City Bruiser. Uh, Silas like hosts the first half of it, and that's then Beer right. City Bruiser hosts the second half of it because Silas gets a crack at Jay Lethal's title in the main because he's a Milwaukee guy. Adam Cole versus Jay White. This is yeah, this Jay is a fucking nice, White versus Adam Cole. That's right. This is a great. Wow, it was a great night. Good, good, good grab. Um. Oh no, I just saw something that I don't like. I got the Survivor Series Crazy Eyed Hulk Hogan. Oh, I see what's going. But look on at here. this winged eagle belt in there. It's like coming apart at the seams. Just wants to jump off Hogan's waist. <laughs> it's like no! get me off of here, brother. It's pretty cool. It's not a bad figure. It gets a lot of crap for the weird face. Yeah. But think about Hulk like... Hogan in a promo. He's You can tell me he hasn't made those crazy eyes yeah, before. Totally. Shoot. Definitely. So, yeah. That's cool. It was a good week. A lot of the stuff, yeah, I didn't have much last week, and a lot of the stuff just showed up, like, the next day. Like, that Ring of Honor box showed up the very next day that we recorded. I was like, I could have used some of this shit. I listened to, is his name Kerry Silken? Kerry Silken, yeah. Jericho? Yeah, it was pretty interesting. I like that guy. You can tell he just likes he yeah. likes the business. Yeah. He's uh he's an ambassador. Yeah. He sounded like uh he was he's full of stories and the not, not a lot of people or he said no 
no one, you're one of the guys that's in the business that no one has a bad uh, word to say about. And then he said, ah, except for Austin Aries. Yeah, so you've never talked to Austin Aries. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> It's now time for What You Watching, where we discuss what in the world of professional wrestling we've watched this week. It could be current product, vintage viewing, or anything in between. Nothing is off the table, or ladder, or chair. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay, I did watch the Deathmatch Jake recommendation. However, I forgot to write it down in my notes, and I forget the names of the two gentlemen that participated in Matt, said match. Matt, Matt, I got you. All right, what you got? Blake, Blake Christian, Christian versus... Alec, not Alex. Alec? Alec Price. Um, Was it Br- Blake Christian was in NXT as, like, Trey something, right? Baxter. Trey Baxter. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen the other guy... I've never seen the other. I guy. hate him. Like, and I think that's the point. Alec Price. Yeah, yeah. They he kept looks referring like just him as such a piece, piece of, of shit. Tra- they're like, I think they call him the piece of trash or something. Well, like they're that. like he calls himself the prize, Alex Price, which is kind of okay. funny. But he comes out with this broad, and she's she really strikes me as like a Penelope Ford type kind of. Yeah, or a Hollywood Haley Jade. If you watch OVW, she's always on there. Oh, okay, um, but no. I, one thing, like, I cannot get past with this Beyond Wrestling. I, first of all, I like their, like, camera angle setup and stuff like that. I do, too. It's usually just one shot, kind of almost like you're above the ring, but, like, yeah. at an angle. Yeah. Which is cool. I It's got to be COVID central in there, dude. They're, they're packed in there like sardines, and I don't like that there's no room around the ring, like... It drives me fucking crazy. It looks Bush League to me. First thing I wrote down, I won't say Bush League. I I just went. Yeah, maybe Bush League's not right because Bush League would be like three people in the crowd. Sure. <clears throat> but how um I wouldn't be comfortable no. being on the ring like that. Not um, at all. And there's a couple times like when um Blake went from like a, mo- a lion salt yeah. or something. Like I remember like the, the spectators that were right there were kind of like I think a guy looked at his girlfriend or something was like, hey, watch out. Like, well, how are you supposed to? <laughs> yeah. You're right And there. those guys just running the ropes. They got it yeah. like they almost connect with your face. We just... saw Vince McMahon get knocked off the ropes <laughs> at the other road. Yeah. review. Yeah. Incidental. That, that I was, was going to ask you, like, do you know where this was? At one point, they, like, pan up and you can see a balcony, but it almost looked like the Jericho cruise set up. You know what I'm saying? No, they, we've seen one in the same room before. Um with another one of his recommendations. Is that the but one where they went up think to the balcony was, or something? Uh, no. I don't know, but I don't. I just don't think it was that that packed that time or whatever. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it did. It that that I kept thinking about that. I'm like, look at all those. Looks like people. it's in Rhode Island. Hmm, I don't know. Okay. Great. I mean, I, the car looked great. I almost uh, I was pressed for time, so I actually watched it right before I came over, and I got the whole thing today. In. Yeah, I, I watched it right before you came over. I had like <laughs> I had like ten minutes left, and I was we like, "Hate this segment, dude." No, I don't. I just I'm normally really good. The last couple I'm weeks, terrible. I forgot about it. Um, 
But yeah, I was I was gonna fire up like Alex Shelley and uh, Ruby Soho. I was oh, like, nice! Oh, I got a couple I minutes. I saw that left. on the poster. Yeah, yeah, but I was like, oh wait, I only have ten minutes left. I thought it was a good match. Um, that one spot where they're wrestling on the on the stage, yeah, and he's like going wobbly, and then he backflips off of it, and then the other uh, Christian just comes with like a tope off the stage onto both of them again, and, and like a group of people, and then the girl that's trying to be the manager. How do, how are you supposed to like manage? When I don't even know which one you are because there's 90 people around the around ring. The right. So weird. Right. So I actually I came back from like getting a pop or something. and I think Brody King wrestled at this one that we just saw a couple weeks ago. Really? <clears throat> I he signed a- with AEW. Did you hear that? Uh, I think that's what I was getting out of that promo. Well, yeah, the promo where he's like, like you're, you're, more, you're, than you're more than a king. That was awesome, by Maybe the way. that's a surprise tonight. Who knows? Oh, probably, but they dropped it. I swear I already read that he signed or something. I've who knows. Yeah. Um, I also liked the, there's a couple different, I mean that it was, it was a very fast paced match. There's a lot going there on. Is. Um, I, I, I liked, I like Blake Christian. I like this other dude too. That he had, he did some pretty cool shit too. Um, he looked like, uh, Jimmy Havoc. If he was on more drugs, <laughs> skinny Havoc. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like the surprise <laughs> kick or whatever the fuck his I don't finisher. Know. I didn't see. I don't know. I was oh I was watching God. it. Okay, so because they 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 allude to it once and he doesn't get it. So basically, pitch like Christian's down on like one knee. Okay, and Price runs up and like with his left foot jumps up on dude's shoulder. With his right kick, it's just kind of a fucking. Kick to the like, oh, he like backs back, it, yeah, and he lands it at the end for the win. And I was like, that's a pretty cool move. I, I, I liked that. Um, I, I like the whole thing because it, yeah, it was, it was, it was, you had to keep up, you know, you had to keep up. Yeah, you, they weren't going to slow down for you. Where you said Rhode Island, I think that I just quickly googled it. There's a bunch of people there, like, are on the car. <laughs> I, well, that people there, and then uh, on the card, too. I'm like, holy shit, there's a it's a decent <clears throat> card, well, you know? beyond. Do they work with somebody? Yeah, it, I don't know. It's a, it's a well-known it's indie. upper echelon of it's independent like a, wrestling. Uh, AAW for Chicago kind yes. of thing, just a, your region. Yeah, or Defy or gotcha. something like that. Gotcha. You know? Yeah, I'm going to check more of those out. I, I had fun. IWTV, uh, 10 bucks a month. Uh, you, you could do a lot worse than that. Fucking A, dude. <clears throat> um, Dynamite, we started talking the show uh, about it on the show with the, the one-hour Broadway finish. Um that thing went so fast. It was awesome. I never like was like, oh my god, what? How long? Like, what minute are we? Like, I never. I was just like, oh, they it's, did it's a over. very good job of that, and that, and that's why Pacing as it, it kind of went, I kind of thought more that it was gonna go the hour because once it got past like forty five minutes, or they capped up, we're, we're almost forty six minutes. You know, we're almost fifty five minutes. Right? They're like really going at it, but I still. I, I thought it was going to be the hour thing, but I could have totally saw it be one of those things where he, somebody gets the win, whether it be count out or something like that, just under the gun or saved by the bell or something. I don't know. Do you think they'll give Brian <clears throat> another shot immediately or this is going to get put on the back burner? Like, I feel like you see him doing an Iron Man. Like, you do they make him do 60 twice? I don't know. Ooh. But I feel like it, it could go either way. He, he doesn't have a victory, so I mean, I, I could see you being like, got to get to the back of the line. True. Um, I don't know. but Or, I don't know, but I do want to see Brian be just a 
shitty person for a while. Like I, I've, yeah. I this is the best form yes. of Brian Danielson. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking great. Nothing could follow that match, which is why they probably put Matt Seidel versus Wardlow on right after. Yeah. Um, and then Deep versus Sheeta was that really was, good. That was very good. I liked that a lot. And then you, the the only other match I think we had was MJF versus Dante Martin for the Dynamite Diamond Ring, right? Yeah. And MJF three peats that thing. Dante missed that. Uh, Jesus Christ, he, that dude can. That dude, he does some cool He's shit. He's awesome. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, it was one of those. You know, jump from this rope jump to from that the turnbuckle <laughs> to the ropes moonsault, but he doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> no one. He, yeah, I know. MJF didn't quite get all that. As nope. they say, what are you gonna do? Uh, Rampage. This was a weird Rampage, man. An eight-man tag. A ten-man tag. A ten-man tag. And, and a submission, submission match. match. It was so weird. With no Daniel actually... Bryan, no Tay Conte. <laughs> and, and Penelope and, Ford. And Penelope Ford, <laughs> yeah. as Booker T would yes. say. <laughs> Can you ever see Penelope Ford not say Penelope Ford anymore? Because yeah, I can't. Yeah, Booker ruined it for can't. me. Um, so I'm not a big fan of these giant tag team matches, but I actually enjoyed both of them. Yeah, I like, thought it was I a good rampage fine. again. Yeah, it, it was fine. SmackDown, I watched a bit, uh, mostly the beginning and the end. I just watched the end. Loved that closing segment with Roman Reigns. Dude, that was almost my opener, but I'm like, I'm really going to the... You're going to that well a lot? The Heyman. (laughs) I think it's going to be a fucking ruse. Yeah? I think Roman and Paul are in cahoots. I like that. Still. That would make more sense. And at day one, Brock Lesnar is going to get the fucking wool pulled over his eyes. That would make the most sense. That's what I hope happens. I don't know if they'll do it because um, I love babyface Brock. Yeah, but babyface Brock doesn't work with no Paul. It doesn't. Yeah, and I think uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I didn't I even love think that. about that. That's that's a good point. Uh, yeah, Brock got the double F five on the champ after uh, destroying the Uso brothers. I think they call it a TKO. Oh, <laughs> it's a marrow salt. A <laughs> uh, couple other bits and pieces. I think. I don't know. I've been doing a lot of thinking about this. First of all, did you watch anything else that you want to talk about? I don't. Th- oh, um, no, no, no. Um, I think I don't really want to add another segment to the show, but uh, there's just too much other stuff that goes on outside of just like watching things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so like what you watch and might go away and become something else where we incorporate what, you know, the stuff that we're watching, but I also want to incorporate like, you know, like you were just talking about Carrie Sokin on Jericho or whatever. Mm-hmm. Things that you consume podcast wise. Oh, gotcha. Uh, wrestling Twitter is always fun. Yeah. Um, uh, all, you know, other stuff like that. So I, there's things like I always want to bring up that I've heard on podcasts too. And I'm like, it just doesn't fit in anywhere. So I kind of want, I want it like a catch all segment and I, sure. I don't want to add another segment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's brainstorm that. Maybe we'll, figure out a name for it after we'll wait till after the new year and we'll just reformat a little bit sounds uh, good um like roh huh we'll see yeah we'll be back at wrestlemania <laughs> weekend no we're not skipping a show uh i do want to talk about so have you listened to rick flair's uncensored podcast i have not woo nation uncensored nope. first of all it's the farthest fucking thing from uncensored as you can get really um he doesn't he doesn't like I think of uncensored, and I'm like, oh, you're going to get all the deets. There's going to be a lot brother. of language yeah, and this yeah. and that. No, he doesn't really curse. I cannot stand this Mark Madden guy that, that hosts it with him. He's like, 
always up his ass too. It's like, oh, you would never put up with that Nate, would you? Or something oh, like, boy. you know, it's like that. It's like, yes, man. Constantly just a sucking of Ric Flair's balls. Okay. Which I, which I can't stand. Um, but there's, I, I listen to it because I do like to hear some of Flair's stories. Although he like never wants to name names and he never wants to throw anybody under the bus. And yeah, that's why it's like the farthest thing from it. But they were talking about the Jeff Hardy scenario about how he, you know, left a match and walked through the crowd. Mm-hmm. And then the, you know, the, this, the news out there was that WWE wanted to put him in rehab, but he refused. And that's why he got let go. This is all hearsay. Right. Um, but Flair just is like, Oh, Jeff doesn't need rehab. It's a work. And I'm like, wait, what? And he was like, never tell you about the time that, uh, WWE put me in rehab. And I was like, Oh, here we go. And, um, he's like, yeah, I, we just finished a loop and I was on my way to, I was got in the car and I'm on my way to Wendy's house, his current wife, mm-hmm. but this is years and years ago. And, um, he's like, I get a call from Hunter and, uh, I answer it. And Hunter says, we're, we're putting you in rehab. And he goes, I said, who the hell do you think you're talking to? Six pack? <laughs> <laughs> Which I fucking died laughing at. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure he said uh, lightning kid. And he's anyway. like, yeah, so what a call back at him. <laughs> um, so he's like, he goes, no, I, I guess he, I guess he shows up at his house and like Megan and Ashley Flair. It's legit it's a, it's rehab. A, it's an intervention. Holy shit. And he's like, yeah, that's what I meant. And Hunter's like, you're going today. And he's like, okay. And then Flair's got to flare it up and be like, I had, you know, 26 kamikazes on the way to the, he's like, I got completely annihilated before I go into rehab. And the next day I wake up and like the doctor that checked me in was also in rehab. Like he's like, I don't know. He's like, well, all the, all of the people doing it are former addicts. And well, the, yeah, the guys like the Mark Madden, this is the only valid point he made during the whole show. He's like, yeah, but Rick, don't you think that gives him a unique perspective? Like to help. And he's like, no, they're going through the same shit you are. Like it's a work. And <laughs> oh, I was like, boy, I was like, man, he really, really, he's like, he doesn't get it. He's doubling down. Oh my saying. God. So he's, I don't know. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see the, uh, Cora Jade? Twitter thing with on yes, did you see that? I did. Oh my freaking god! I had to like, but I heard that there was like DMs from um, Gigi like to Cora going, you know, this is like both like because she used to be married to him. Yeah, and Priscilla Kelly was married to Darby Allen. I think that she was the one that initially said that there was some sort of allegations. Well, I guess what I heard, God, we were like fucking old wrestling hens over here. Um, I know this is what the segment is. Now. All right, <laughs> but no, some some fan because Cora Jade comes to the ring on a skateboard said, "I want to see Darby Allen versus Cora Jade in a skateboard match." LOL or whatever, and he's like, uh, "Skateboarding is part of my life, not some character I play on TV." LOL, and she has the best roast of all time. Yes, she goes, <laughs> "Well, being a nice person and not having any abuse allegations against me is a huge part of my life." LOL, it's a good one. Fucking Kendra is like Mike drop. Yeah. Like what? Well, how do you, because even if it's, I don't know, even if it's not true, like the, she never said anything other than there's allegations against you. True. You know what I mean, true. And I don't know, man, I, 
people go through shit. I'm not saying that he's a good person or a bad person. I have no idea. I, I tend to think he's probably a decent guy. It's good burn. Um, but we all go through fucking shit in our lives. And for, for a couple that young to be married and divorced already, I have to think there was a little bit of tumultuous uh, times, if that makes sense. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Um, yeah, that's tough. I basically but, but just for wanted her to bring to come, it up for that sick burn. I know. <laughs> but I think that if 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 the ex-wife is hitting up the Cora Jade going, I didn't hear that part. Okay, so I didn't, that's what I just heard, too, was like she had screenshotted DMs or something and went, hey, Cora Jade had or something. Mm-hmm. And then Gigi was like, right, Gigi? Yeah. Was like, hey, you know that that's like bullshit and that's been proved wrong and that's coming from the ex-wife right i feel like if it's well, coming if from the ex-wife true, yeah. you know what i mean so if i don't know i don't case, have the facts yeah. i don't have the details i don't know that guy could be a piece of shit we're speculating we're speculating all i'm i just wanted to bring it up because i thought it was the greatest like it's a burn. great burn it was a that, sick that, burn. like i said it was the best roast <laughs> i've ever heard probably great and the fact that she kept at the allegations it's like i know no, you didn't you kept you didn't it smart anything. man good stuff um we got the royal rumble coming up soon Yes. Booked hotel. I'm deathly afraid this thing's going to get canceled. These COVID numbers are on the tick up. I think this, I'm like crossing my fingers that this is not a WrestleMania 2020 situation all over again can't for us. Be. I'm it almost happier be. that's the Rumble. Uh, me too. You know what I mean? Oh, me too. It's going to be so fun. Like the whole experience, if we would have went to WrestleMania, would have been one thing. Being yeah. able to stay in the beach and all that, like that would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. But the actual. Boiled Event. down, yes. I, I've always liked Royal Rumble more than more than WrestleMania. And that brings me to the tattoo challenge, okay. if you will. So I actually just got my design or designs. Who um, are you going with? We, we know your choices are Ember Moon and... I'm going uh, Ember Moon. You are, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I got two Meep sent it to me oh, two got nights ago. Doing it. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like that. So I've not seen... I go in on Monday to get mine. Okay. I, I not, thought you might already have it. I've I, not I know. seen my artwork yet. <laughs> it's a surprise. People are coming out of the woodwork and wanting to join this thing. I know. Us, I think we got at least two more. <laughs> I think uh, Jay Cross is in, and I yes. think uh, Eric, our buddy Eric Hansen might be in. All right. Um, so we'll do the drawing for that probably... I'm not going to say next week. Because next, next week's going to be that weird, um, that that week between Christmas and New Year's is hectic and weird for everybody. Yeah. But I think probably the first or maybe second show after the New Year, Perfect. we're going to get the old Tumblr out and we're going to draw some numbers and uh, you and me will make a life-changing decision, my friend. And I'm due for a good one. So do you have your, uh, you have two right now, Adam. And they're both former or current world champions. I guess. I guess you're right. They're just I have, not my favorite ones. I have Natalia and World Champ and uh, Zia Lee. Zia Lee. Not, I not a world, fine with it, yeah, but not yet. She's she's at SmackDown, <laughs> I dude. See that? I see that. Oh man! Anything else out of you? No. Was there a recommendation? Oh, uh, there was a recommendation. Good call. Uh, totally, totally missed that. Hey guys, this is Pure Dad. Pure Dad. Thanks for tuning in to Dork Side of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Tellison. And this is your match recommendation for the day. Hello everyone, and we're back again with this week's match recommendation. And happy holidays. And boy, do I have quite the 
bloody banger for you this week. We're going to GCW's most recent show, Blood on the Hills, with the yes. main event of Atticus Coger versus Jordan Oliver in a no-rope barbed wire match. Man, I have seen a lot of no-rope barbed wire matches, and this might be one of my favorite ever. It was absolutely amazing, and I can't wait to see what Matt and Adam have to say about this. You can check this out on the Fight app for $14.99, and check me out on Instagram at, at PureDad. All right. Uh, I did forget to tell you. He did purchase that uh, Blood on the Hills show. Good, because I'm not going to Patreon. <laughs> All of a sudden, no. Jake yeah. swerves us. Yeah. It's Patreon. You can go to my Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. and you can watch it. No. So we're good. We got it. Uh, Sweet. It's, on the, it's on the fight login. Um, I want to see that. I want to see Briscoe's. We got to gotta pull together some cash and throw his way. I'm fine with that. Um but yeah, we will definitely do that. We owe him. He gets a lot. I mean, I was giving him money throughout for a while, but now he doesn't work with me anymore. Yeah. So I don't see him much. I, I do no, have his wife's PayPal. So okay. maybe we'll just go I have no or problem. Venmo. No problem throwing some funds in his uh, way. But yeah, GCW. I started watching it. Uh, the first first match was a scramble. Ninja Mac won that. Yep. Um, then it was, uh, fuck, what's his name? He's only 16. No, he's 17. I can't remember his name. It's not Starboy Charlie. He's only 16. <laughs> and he broke his leg in the fucking ring with Jacob Fatu a few months back. How can he wrestle him? I don't know. Ask the Hardys. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, what's his name? It's Nick Wayne. Nick, that dude's only 17? Nick Wayne. He's Holy only shit. 17. I think he's second or third generation. I, I forget who his, whose dad is or whatever. But John. John Wayne. <laughs> Howdy, partner. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the, and then uh, the Briscoes match was next. There's a and, bunch. Of, there's and there's the, Bussy and Cardona's. Yep. There's uh, Gresham and um, AJ Gray. AJ Gray. I, I know. There's too. a ton of it. I only got through like half the show, and then my daughter came down during the Briscoes match, and it was a lot of blood. Oh, yeah. It was Brody King and PCO versus yeah, the dude. Briscoes. Yeah, I'm all in on that. Oh, boy. Well... Season's beatings, everybody. Happy holidays. Uh, Thanks for listening. Go enjoy yourself. A miracle on 34th Street Fight. Whatever you want to do. I don't know. Whatever you do, watch some wrestling. Join us right here next week on Dork Side of the Ring. We appreciate you. Give it, give it. Bigger than Jesus, bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than Jesus, bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes. 